Hello and welcome to another episode of From No Crypto to No Crypto. It's Crypto Coach Blockchain Wayne with another cryptocurrency episode. Today's episode is an audio recording uh, that I streamed online talking about proof of keys which happened this week on January 3rd and it talks about why that's important. Uh, so I wanted to make sure I shared that audio here as well. Uh, it was the 12th anniversary of the Genesis block of Bitcoin. And proof of keys is something that you need to be aware of. January 3rd is to drive awareness, but every day it's important to make sure you are taking steps to protect your private keys and have true custody of your crypto. So let's head on over and listen to that recording. So look, this is I wanted to talk about proof of keys. Uh, you may have seen my post yesterday about it. Proof of keys is January 3rd. And I want to talk about, so Bitcoin today hit a new all-time high, 31000 Exciting times for Bitcoin. Exciting times for cryptocurrency in general, right? There's going to be a handful of other cryptocurrencies that are really going to um, thrive, you know, once, you know, once the, the market really starts to heat up. But Bitcoin is really showing the way and also showing that a, there's a lot of institutional money coming into Bitcoin because of they're they're more or less hedging against the dollar uh, as we see dollar and, and really any currencies around the world currently being inflated grossly with this pandemic uh so it's it, it you know a lot of people are turning to bitcoin calling me up want to know hey should i buy bitcoin should i buy this that talking about different cryptocurrencies and really you know here's what you need to know it's it's the one of the biggest things cryptocurrency gives you is the ability to transact freely peer-to-peer -peer without any third party being able to stop block or anything else like that so when you look at proof of keys what it is is a lot of people will buy cryptocurrency uh initially on coinbase or binance or gemini or other centralized exchanges there's nothing wrong with that as you're getting started but also know that if something happens we've seen it happen in the past where exchanges have been hacked and what happens is People don't have true custody of their cryptocurrency because it's sitting on, say, Robinhood or PayPal or Coinbase or Gemini or wherever. Where So the challenge is on, on January 3rd, it's the 12th anniversary of the Genesis block of Bitcoin. Uh, that's when the Bitcoin network went live, the actual network went live, and the first block in the blockchain was created. Now, you can follow my stuff to learn more about blockchain and cryptocurrency, but just know for tomorrow it, and, and going forward, this is not just for tomorrow. Tomorrow is more about, a, about an awareness day. But if you hold any cryptocurrency on Bitcoin, I mean, on Coinbase, on Gemini, on Binance or any other centralized exchange, if you're not actively trading it or trying to sell it, then remove it from the exchange and put it in a wallet that you control. Obviously, if you've seen my videos on hardware wallets and wallets in general, a hardware wallet is the best place to put it, but not you don't necessarily have to put it there if you don't have one because let's face it, you'd have to order one, wait for it to come in. But you know, move it over, download the Exodus wallet. Exodus is a wallet where you control the private keys, which means no one you have true control and custody of it. Uh, whereas if Coinbase decides tomorrow maybe they think you're doing something uh, illegal or something you shouldn't be doing, they could freeze your account just like a bank can. So move your cryptocurrency to a, a place where you control it. Uh, Exodus wallet, if it's Ethereum-based tokens, the Trust wallet is very good. Also MetaMask, uh, any wallets where you control the private keys. Now, if you've seen my stuff about um, about wallets, it's very important when you download this type of wallets, they're going to have you, they're going to give you a 12 to 24, what they call a seed phrase or backup phrase um, to, to basically store that. Now, write it down, save it. You know, don't 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 just uh, copy and paste it to your phone, 
But that's what ha- that that's where you need to put in a safe space because if you ever say something happens to your phone and you've got the wallet downloaded on your phone, you can restore that wallet on any device with those seed phrases, but you have control of it. So that's what it is. Um, tomorrow, like I said, the third, it's it's the 12th anniversary of the Genesis block of Bitcoin. And if you don't understand Bitcoin yet, that's fine. But start following my stuff because it's really important. Uh, you know, I've been sharing this for a few years. But when you look at what's happening, what we saw this year, 25% of all dollars that are in circulation, U.S. dollars, were, were created over this over the last year in 2020. And so what does that mean for inflation? What does that mean for the purchasing power of your dollar? That's why you're starting to hear news about these companies putting tens and, and hundreds of millions of dollars into Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. They're not just doing it for an investment. They're doing it to hedge against inflation of the dollar, and you should be as well. You know, and, and a few years ago, it was it was considered speculative to own any cryptocurrency. It was risky uh, because it's very volatile. You still don't know what it's going to do, and it's still going to be very volatile. But now, looking forward, now you have even financial advisors that are starting to tell people that hey, even if you if you don't have at least a small percentage of your cash portfolio into cryptocurrency, Bitcoin in particular, and a few others then that, that could be risky because that's hedging against the dollar. So the same reason people are buying gold today. They're expecting the purchasing power of the dollar to go down. So tomorrow are two big events. Like I said, proof of keys. If you already have cryptocurrency, Bitcoin or whatever, reach out if you have any questions. But move it off of exchanges if you're not trying to trade it or trying to sell it. Uh, because you know you need to put it to a place where you can control the private keys and then also it's the you know it's the 12th anniversary of the bitcoin genesis block when bitcoin was created uh it think about it, this network has never gone down it's it's the most secure network it's never been hacked typically when you hear about somebody being hacked when it comes to cryptocurrency it's they've they failed to protect their password information it's no different than you creating a password for an account where say it's your kid's name or your dog's name or your birth date I mean, anybody can guess that, and that's how people get hacked. But the network itself has never been hacked. It's never been. It's never gone down. Versus, you look at what's happened over the last year with banks and stuff, and you see places like Wells Fargo and City and a few others where their servers went down and people weren't even able to access their money. So this is. It, it's there's so many implications with Bitcoin to go into. It's a global payment system. I can send payment to anywhere. Um, you know, I had somebody buy some hats from me in New Zealand. And he was able to pay me instantly in crypto without any currency exchange, without paying any exchange fees, peer to peer. He sent it to me. No one could have blocked that transaction. And I was able to mail him the hats. That's just one example when you think about that uh, as we move forward. And just also think about the implications across the world. Those of us that live in the U.S. or the U.K. or, or there's a few of you listening right now from a few other countries, uh, we have the, the privilege or benefit that our current system uh, quote unquote works right. We we don't have to worry about money being frozen. But I've talked to people from Venezuela, from Zimbabwe, from uh, Argentina, and from different countries where their economy has collapsed. The the all their funds were frozen within their bank uh, because the government decided that that they needed to freeze everything. Look at what ha- happened in Hong Kong not too long ago, and that's why it's important to have a payment system, uh, a global digital payment system. Face it, we live in a digital world today. We can do most things uh, digitally. That is decentralized. That's immutable. That can't be blocked. It's it's censorship resistant. Um, not to stop people. Let's face it. Criminals are always going to find a way to do business. So don't pay in. Don't also play into that narrative where some people say, "Oh, Bitcoin is used by criminals." Let's face it. The, the number one currency of choice by criminals is the U.S. dollar. Um, 
cryptocurrency and Bitcoin in general is not good or bad. It just is. It's how you use it. It's no different. We know that with money. Uh, it doesn't matter if those dollars are used to fund a charity or to fund a criminal organization. That's, you know, it, it's not the money that's the bad. It, it's the, the use of it. So uh, double down on 2021. Uh, I challenge everybody, even if you've been watching from the sidelines or heard about this Bitcoin thing or cryptocurrency thing, um, take the time to at least learn it. You know, people ask me all the time, shit, is now a good time to invest in it? And depending on your, your, your strategy or whatever, it's always a good time to invest, but also never invest more than your level of understanding. So in other words, if you understand it a little bit or not at all, then maybe put a little bit into it. Learn the process of getting it. And that's kind of what I did. And then as you learn more about it, that's when you dive in deeper. But it's just got the potential to fix so many issues across the world, not just in the U.S., not just in the U.K. or other countries. But even, you know, we live in a world of over 7 billion people and only about 1.5 to 1.8 billion people have access to the financial markets that we do. Um, there's places all over the world where people are excluded from financial markets and they live in poverty, whereas cryptocurrency, most of them have basic smartphones now that, that sell the cell networks are everywhere uh, to where even even your countries. And, and villages, say, in Africa that had, don't have running water, they have solar panels powering these cheap Nokia cell phones that can allow them to participate in a global economy that they were excluded from before. So, so many implications of it. It's important for us to learn it. It's even more important for our kids and grandkids um, to learn it, which is why I'll be focusing this year on really rolling out another le um, level of, of platform to where, um, you know, we can teach kids about it. We can, you know, in, in a safe way to... One, you know, they'll probably catch on quicker than most of us because, uh, you know, this technology thing to them is is second nature. But it's important to understand because if you look at what's happening in the world with with banks and governments and financial institutions, and it's really the you know there, there's an overhaul that's needed, an overhaul that's coming uh, because we continue to just to see things get abused. I mean, we saw it last week with the in, in the U.S. where. You know, the, the stimulus package was passed and, you know, a lot of people are getting $600, but that the majority of hundreds of millions of dollars are being funneled to other countries. And that's all part of corruption. That's not a Republican thing. That's not a Democrat thing. That's whenever um, government is involved in, you know, money and finance, they corrupt it. And it's happened throughout the history of time. So what excites me about cryptocurrency is it can't be corrupted you know uh it is the decentralized nature of, of these cryptocurrencies is designed to prevent human manipulation uh can they in the short term manipulate the price of it absolutely but uh you know the overall use the adoption just the censorship it's it's not going to be able to be stopped so that's it you know thanks everyone for listening just wanted to kind of jump in and talk about that you know important day tomorrow uh, you know, it's it, it's an it's an exciting time to see what's happening uh, because the world is starting to wake up, uh, you know, and, and we've you know, we we need something like this uh, for everyone to really break free from some of these broken systems. So that's it for this week's episode. Thanks for listening in. And I know we've been kind of stagnant on putting out content, but make sure to stay tuned as we revamp the podcast next week. Most episodes will have guest speakers from various people within the cryptocurrency space talking about some of the hottest topics in crypto, continuing to focus on education. That's always been uh, my goal here with From No Crypto to No Crypto. So that's it. Everyone have a great week and we'll catch you on the next episode.